you are listening to How Does She Do It? Episode 65. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for joining me for another episode of How Does She Do It? A podcast dedicated to sharing practical insight and honest perspective on being grown. My name is Tiffany and I am your host. And if this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is your fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, 65th time listening, welcome back. We are happy to have you. The show notes for this week's episode, which is basically the blog post for the podcast, will be available at howdoshedoitpodcast.com, and you will find links to anything that I mention in the episode on the blog post or on the show notes. You'll also be able to find the links to connect with me on social media. I am at Tiff South, and that's Tiff with two Fs on Twitter and Instagram. And actually, if you search Tiff South on Facebook, you'll also find my Facebook business page, which is where I go live during the week. So if you want to see me go live, then you should join my Facebook page as well. And I want to say thank you for your five-star ratings and reviews. We continue to get them in the Apple Podcast app, and I am still always grateful for them. So if you haven't done so, please feel free to leave a rating and review. And if you want to join the email list for the podcast and stay connected to the community between episodes and also learn when I'm doing other things, then you should text How does she do it as one word to 444-999. Again, if you text how does she do it as one word to 444-999, you will be added to the email list. And with that, let's get into this week's Just My Thoughts. Just My Thoughts is the segment of the show where I share my thoughts on recommendations, reviews, or rejections. This week, I am rejecting Kanye West as he is currently presenting himself in the media. And I debated whether or not I would talk about him on the podcast, but considering how significant college dropout uh, it was as an album in my like when I was in college and when as I when I think about the the music that meant a lot to me at a certain point in my life I I had to I had to say something so until we get back college dropout late registration or 808 heartbreak Kanye then he can stay right where he is with his with his current new friends um and that's not because I don't respect him as an artist. I think he does have a mind and a way of thinking about music that most people don't, that is, I think in some ways it is ahead of his time, right? It's very clear that he is a prolific producer. He hears connections between different types of music and brings together artists like Elton John and Nicki Minaj on one song. Like, I don't, I don't even, you you can't really... Most people don't even have a mindset to be able to do that. He has produced some of my greatest, um, some of my favorite music from Jay-Z um, he, and, and many other people. But right now, 
he is on some other stuff. And I, and I, I believe that it is, it is directly connected. And I think most people will agree with his mental health. And he is in a coming from a place where he's saying he's free thinking, free thinking and what he's doing or what he's presenting or what he's sharing. I don't really think it are actually the same thing. So I, I found myself listening to part of his interview with Charlemagne and I wanted to kind of hear his perspective more than just kind of the, some of the sound bites and his tweets and his pictures with questionable um, people of, of questionable political and um, philosophical <laughs> beliefs. And I just have to say that his he is not, I don't think he's in a great place. And I think that what he is thinking is a great place and what he thinks he's doing is he's actually doing something very different than what I think he actually believes that he's doing. And I don't know as I can't go as far as to say that he's actually having another mental break, um, or not. I do, however, feel like some of his thinking lends itself to some significant mental health issues and, and it's not because of his opinions and let's be clear about that, but it's the, the cadence with, with, with the way he speaks and, and the, the, I think disconnect between who he has presented himself to be in the past and who he's presenting himself to be at the moment. And some people will argue that he has matured or that his thinking has just elevated and evolved. I think this goes a little bit beyond that. So I have to say free thinking comes at a cost. And so a few takeaways uh, from what I'm I'm seeing right now um, with him, mental health is real. Everyone needs prayer. Kanye really needs prayer. And being guided by your feelings only, as he put it, he said, free, he said be, feelings are better than thoughts, I think is a dangerous thing. And free thinking ain't free. It's coming at a cost. Although his album sales will probably be will not suffer as a result of, of his current publicity. I think other things will, including his audience, including people that don't have the luxury and the privilege to be able to position themselves with certain members of society in the way that he does or distance himself from things like uh, slavery, which he has since tried to backpedal and say where he was talking about 400 years of slavery was a choice. And I'm just like, I can't even, and I've seen people like, yeah, you know, that's an unpopular opinion, but I kind of agree. And it's like, don't, don't do that, bro. Like, just don't do that. So there's a hashtag right now. If you haven't checked it out on the Twitters or Instagram hashtag, if slavery was a choice, and there's some pretty interesting commentary. And I have to say people of color, black people, our sense of humor is, is phenomenal. So Pray for Kanye, pray for our leaders, pray for people in your life who you think are a little off to the side, a little off center, but they need help too. So, but with that, I'm not, um, his music, I can't, I can't trust that what I'm going to hear in his music is not going to damage what, um, 
what I'm trying to present in my own mind and what I'm trying to to put forth as far as the type of energy that I want to bring into my life. And um, that's actually a good segue because um, the, the last piece I wanted to say was words matter. Your words really, really matter. And that's going to be actually be the basically the topic of today's episode. And Kanye's words matter and not necessarily in in the way that I govern or move my life any day. But when you have a platform like he does, you can't just say anything despite what he thinks. And that is why some people are are frustrated by celebrities like Jay-Z or Beyonce who say very little because their words are not insignificant regardless of how much some people might want to think that they are. So with that, that concludes this week's Just My Thoughts. I started reading a book over the weekend by Jen Sincero, and the book is called You Are a Badass at Making Money. And I have heard, I started to read her first book um, by a similar title, and but this book in particular is about money mindset and thinking about wealth. And that was something that I was interested in. So I picked it up while I was at the airport on my way back from a conference that I was at last week. And I'll talk more about the conference in the in the next episode. But what struck me in the first like 30 or 40 pages of this book was her approach to like the, your thinking and the words that you use. And that is, it's not a novel concept. It's something that I have heard about, that I've talked about, that, um, you know, it is, it's all over kind of the self improvement and, and personal development space. But for me, it just, it just caught me in such a way at like at this, at the point that I'm at right now in my own growth that I, I kind of latched onto it and it made me think about. And as I'm listening, as I'm reading the book, she talks a lot about like the universe and things like that. So as I'm reading it, I'm consciously connecting what she is talking to, to what I know to be true based on my belief in Christ and based on the word that I read. So immediately it, it brought to mind Proverbs 1821. And this is a verse that, that is relatively, it's one of those popular verses, but it made me, um, but I've been kind of looking at it a little bit deeper. So the verse reads in the English standard version, uh, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it, who love it will eat its fruits. The message version of the same 1821 verse reads words, kill words, give life either they're either poison or fruit you choose. And I thought, seeing those two kind of in translations read together really brings home what I believe the intent of that, of that verse is. And so what I want to talk about today is the power of your words. And in particular, five, five statements that I have been, that I've realized are these words. If I wrap my head around these concepts kind of on a daily basis and come back to these things, considering the goals that I have, considering the kind of person that I want to be, considering who I want to show up in this world as, then 
they will be very powerful and they will influence the way that I, that I show up. And I wanted to share them with you because I think that foundationally, if you're listening to this podcast and we probably have a pretty similar values, probably pretty similar things, but I encourage you to think of, as I share these, to think of how these truths relate to you, but also if there are other truths that you want to write and affirm and speak power to for yourself. So the first truth and the first kind of statement that I want to share is rely on rest in and embrace God's strength, not my own. Again, rely on rest in and embrace God's strength, not my own. As as a a business owner, as someone who's desiring to build my business and who is, you know, ambitious, who I I don't sleep very well. I don't sleep a lot. I like push myself pretty hard in a lot of different ways. I am often thinking about the things that are in my control, the things that I have to do, the way that I have to create this content or do this or connect with this client. And one of the things that, one of the fundamental truths in scripture and one of the fundamental lessons that I, at least I have learned and come across in the last several months of study is that we are not doing this by our own strength. And when we do, we fall short because if we can tap into God's strength, which is you can't even describe how much infinitely better and stronger and and more lasting his strength and power is, then when we do that, we have access to do things that we can't do on our own. And even if you reflect now on your life and think about seasons on your life where it wasn't by your strength that you got through certain situations, but by the forces that of God's strength in, in ways that you can't even see both in your own ability to get something done and in the, in the way that things showed up and doors opened and opportunities came, it wasn't your strength that allowed that to happen. So rely on rest in and embrace God's strength, not just rely on it, not just rest in it, not just embrace it. But when you think about all of those things together and you speak that truth and that power, that will, that's something that will drive you and help you approach some of the challenges that you're facing right now in a completely different perspective, because it's not just on, it's not on you, but when we, we rely on our source, the source of strength, then we can do things we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Actually, I didn't even make that connection before until I just said it right now. The second truth is words and thoughts have power. Immediately challenge what isn't true, real, or affirming. And in thinking about Kanye, in thinking about the what we see on the news, in thinking about some of the stuff that we hear in rap songs and some of the stuff that we hear, and I shouldn't just call out hip hop because it's in all types of music, in in as much as I love hip hop, uh, we have to be very careful about what we are not challenging. So if you're just listening to things or reading things or watching things blindly and not recognizing where what the, that information and what those words are saying conflict with what your own, with your own values or with the with a way a disposition that you try to have about a certain kind of thing if you're not careful those things will will be planted on you and will rest on you in subconscious ways so you have to be very very careful about the things that you're listening to the things that you're exposing yourself to and i think the things that you are saying to yourself that is, and that's actually one of the things that I took, uh, really took away from Sincero's book in, 
in a way, and again, like I said, in, in other things that I have read and heard, but right now it really hit me that what we say to ourselves helps determine what we see for ourselves out loud and or out loud and in real life. So if you are saying something about yourself that is constantly negative, will you ever be able to see a positive thing in that area of your life? If you are always telling yourself that you can't get up early, that you're not a morning person, that you can't eat healthy, that you can't just stick to a routine, that you can't do this, or I won't be able to do that, or I'm always broke, or I'm always this, I'm never that. Those words show up in the way that we show up. And so if you flip that and and give yourself affirming words and affirming truths and recognizing the power that the words that you speak have over yourself, that's why one of the reasons... That's why one of the the biggest um, benefits, I would say, of reading the word is, is now you're taking words and language that you can then use in your own life and then apply, adopt those words for yourself and make them your truth. So I really encourage you to think about the words that you're saying to yourself and how they're how how they're showing up in your life and and counter directly with the opposite positive version of the negative things that you say about yourself. And you'll see, you'll be able to feel an energy shift. I just, I did this exercise for myself just a couple days ago and have a list of these, of these affirmations that I've personally written for myself. And I'm careful to say not just adopted from other people, because that's something, that's another thing that I think is not problematic, but it is, it's only one step of taking, of adapting positive words, right? So you take a word that is shared or written by somebody else and then adopt it for yourself. But be careful about what those words are that you adopt for yourself. Be careful about what you are taking as truth from other people and make sure that you are taking truth from for yourself and making it personal to yourself, especially when it comes to truth from God's word. The third thing that and the third truth that is foundational for me at this point that I think will be helpful for you is to schedule and plan what matters. Schedule and plan what you say matters to you. If it matters to you and it's not scheduled or planned, then does it really matter to you? And I'm not asking, just asking you that question. I'm asking myself that question because that is something that I, again, have to have to be more disciplined about and not allowing myself to, to get off the hook. So that one is kind of self-explanatory. Schedule and plan for what you say matters to you. The fourth truth is recognizing that his plans are greater than my own. His plans are greater than my own. As I mentioned before, with doing things in my own strength, I have been planning and planning and planning and planning. And I have already seen how my plans are not my own plans. My plans are not better than his because the plans that I thought I had for myself have gotten blown up so many times, yet I am still in such a good place not because of my own strength again and not because of the things that I have aligned for myself, but because of the way that his plan is laid over my life. And when I'm doing or I'm going astray or I'm going in a direction that I shouldn't be going, people have been removed from my life, opportunities have disappeared, and he has brought me to things that are 
things that I wouldn't even be able to imagine for myself. And so recognizing that his plans are greater than your own, it doesn't mean that you won't get the things that are good because he always wants to give us what is good for us. It won't, it doesn't mean that you won't get to see this level of success or the type of success that you define for yourself. But when you are tuned into and open to what God's plan is for you, he will shift you and move your life in a way that is better and greater than what he wants and says for you. And the last truth is take faith-filled action. Take faith-filled action. So when you think about the things that I've talked about so far, when you rely, rest, and embrace God's strength, when you recognize that your words and thoughts have power and that you're supposed to challenge what isn't real or true or affirming, when you schedule and plan for what you say matters to you, when you recognize that his plans are greater than your own, you can then begin to say, okay, you know what? Now with all of this, I want to take faith-filled action. And I added, I didn't just say action because I said faith-filled because we can take action and be mad scared. We can take action and be fearful. But when you take faith-filled action and faith again is the sub, the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. When you take faith-filled action, that means you are believing for what you can't yet see. You are confident in what you know to be the strength and the reliability and the truth of God. Now you know that anything anything can happen, right? And even if that anything that happens as a result of the action that you take is not so great, any result can be dealt with when they happen. But a lot of us get caught up in the place where we are not even taking action because we're too busy worrying about what hasn't manifested yet. We're too worried about what might happen in the future. And so we worry ourselves out of taking any action at all present company included. So when we are taking faith-filled action that is based on a foundation of speaking affirming words that come from scripture and that challenge negative beliefs that we have about ourselves, when we are scheduling and planning and taking time to monitor the things that matter matter to us, when we are resting and relying and embracing God's strength, when we are recognizing that his plans are greater than our own, then when we step every Every step is sure. Even though you don't know necessarily where the path is going to take you and end, you know that you are going to be okay. Not just because you are believing for what you can't yet see, but because you have evidence from your own life that tells you he will never leave you or forsake you. He will never ever leave you or abandon you or or, or take you to a place that will not eventually be used for your for your better that will not be used for the world's better all things work together for good for those who love the lord and who are called according to his purpose all things not some of the things not only the good things not you know sometimes these things but not others all things work together for good for the good of those who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. And when you love the Lord, when you are obedient to him, when you are 
working to stay connected to his love and reflect that love to other people, when you are deferring to his strength and to his obedience and to his will for your life, like the, there are just so many great things that can come as a result of that. But we live in a world that teaches us scarcity. We live in a world that teaches us lack. We live in a society that has born lack for us as a people, right? As, as women, as people of color, as black people, as people who are different in some way, shape or, short, shape or form than the status quo. But we're not here for the people's status quo. I'm not here for anybody else's rules anymore in the way that I have been. And so what I want you to take away from this episode is these five truths that I've outlined and I'll, I'll recap before we wrap up. But I want you to more so think about what truths do you need to rest on for yourself? What things do you need to remind yourself of based on the way that you think negatively about yourself or about the experiences that you have and how the, how that might manifest in your life every day. Adopt truths for yourself. Write down affirmations that are challenging the things that you are not really happy about in the way in your own life and that speak the results that you want to see for yourself. And write those things down. Create that list. And I'm actually, as I'm saying this, I will create uh, a kind of worksheet for this that I will make available um, for for you all. But you have your words have power. Your words absolutely have power. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. Read another way from the message version: Words kill. Words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. I don't know about you. There's nothing about poison that I want. And shout out to, um, you know, the old school 90s R&B song. But I want fruit. Fruit is nourishing. Fruit is life-giving. Poison is not. So you want to be adopt some of that fruit, get you some of that fruit, and remember that your words have power. Speak truth to power in your own life. And I would love to hear from you and hear what kind of truths you're speaking into your life. Hit me up on social media. I'm at Tiff South. Hit me up on um, the Twitters or the Instagrams, and just let me know what affirming thoughts that you're sharing. And just a quick recap of the truths I shared in this episode. Rely on, rest in, and embrace God's strength, not my own. Words and thoughts have power. Immediately challenge what isn't real, true, or affirming. Schedule and plan for what you say matters. His plans are greater than my own. And last but not least, take faith-filled action. Because any results can be dealt with when they happen, not while we worry about them inside our own thoughts. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of How Does She Do It? This is the 65th episode. Thank you so much for riding with me to this point. If you have thoughts about this episode, as I mentioned, if you want to share your affirmations with me or some of the ch negative thoughts that you're trying to challenge, send me an email to Tiffany at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com. You can send me a message on Twitter or Instagram. I'm at Tiff South. And if you want to join the email community for How She Do It, how, how She Do It, wow, How Does She Do It? 
You can text how does she do it as one word to 444-999 and you will be added to the list. Again, text how does she do it as one word to 444-999 and I greatly appreciate you listening. I appreciate your time. Share this episode if you thought it was impactful and until next time, be blessed and be a blessing. Peace.